0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the TSK Show. I am your host, Eric, the Duke of Sports Sklar. I am joined by my co-host, the one and only Mr. 360, Tyler Picholke. Before we start the show, thank you so much for listening, everyone. Be sure to follow at TSK Show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you want to find myself or Tyler on social media, be sure to follow us at the Duke of Sports and at Tyler Picholke. All of our content can be found on SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts. Check us out on Anchor as well, and we are officially now on Spotify. Just type in keyword TSK show to find us. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you decide to listen to The TSK Show so you can stay up to date on the newest episodes of the show. On this episode of The TSK Show, our good friend Blake Anthony makes his return to the show as he joins us to celebrate our 100th episode We're going to discuss everything going on in the NBA Finals as the Raptors have a two-games-to-one advantage over the two-time reigning champion Warriors. We're also going to talk about upcoming NBA free agency as I have a game where we'll find out where Tyler and Blake think some of the top-tier free agents might end up this summer. To close the show, we'll go down memory lane and recap some of our favorite moments over the past 100 episodes of the TSK Show. All right, let's start the show.
1: Johnny and Julio nigga shit other night at your crib it was like me black 40 ob we just sitting there talking about life play some beats but I forgot to tell you one thing niggas called me to set you up want me to come and wet you up cause you were out of town nigga like biggie heard about the shit with diddy so I came through to vest you up and I got a vest for 40, a vest for hush A vest for every nigga with an aisle on his chest And what? I got L.A. unified You better all committing suicide Teachers ain't testing us See I know how I feel to be platinum plus Niggas is jealous of you So they try to wrap you up, tax you up But it's over your blood money Nigga catch these bullets like you catch the bus Dog, fame is a motherfucker Do a nigga for a favor. when you came do the fifth How soon they forget Run up on you at your granny house Do you nine like fifth? How a nigga supposed to love you, niggas? Heart beating fast when I dap and when I hug you, niggas. Drake told me not to trust you, niggas. Your energy off, you finicky, I rush you, niggas. Just walk around the crib like, why a nigga can't live? Get this money, fuck these bitches, though. Think about the beef, like, we can pass these motherfuckin' straps like a physical. This is my city, nigga, everybody know it Riding around town, just me and my four pounds Tucking my time for us hoping I ain't gotta show it L.A. niggas be the craziest These niggas do some shady shit Niggas will run up on your car Catch you off guard like the Lil Wayne and baby shit 40, I'm fucked up Y'all better not come to my studio with that fake shit Y'all better not come to my funeral with that fake shit Y'all better off realizing there's nothing that y'all could do with me. All I ever ask is keep an A more than 92 with me, one honey. LA, yeah, be the craziest, one honey. All I ever ask is one honey. LA, yeah, LA, niggas be the craziest, one honey. All I ever ask is one.
0: What's going on, TP? How you doing, man?
2: Feel good, man. 100 EPS. We made it.
0: Yeah. So uh, before we get into the NBA Finals, we got to welcome our good friend Blake Anthony back to the TSK show for his second appearance on the show. What's up, Blake? How you doing, man?
3: Doing good, man. Doing good. Thanks for having me back. Feel honored to be the guest for the 100th episode.
0: Well, we appreciate you being here. Uh, Let's just jump right into it, though. The NBA Finals are upon us. We are in the thick of it. It is a 2-1 series right now with the Raptors leading the Warriors. Game four is in Oakland on Friday. But let's start from the beginning, since it's been a week since we've recorded and there have been three games. Uh, I kinda wanna dissect this series uh, game by game a little bit. So game one in Toronto, it's the first time the Warriors haven't had home court advantage, really home country advantage, since uh, we're going international with this NBA Finals. No KD, but Boogie is back first game in 45 days. Only played eight minutes and virtually had zero impact on the game. Steph and Clay did their thing. Draymond recorded his third straight triple-double, but ultimately it wasn't enough. Real quick, Draymond's triple-double in game one made him the third player to record three straight triple-doubles in the playoffs. Wilt and Russell Westbrook are the other two. Uh, he's tied for third. Uh, for the third most triple doubles in a single playoff run. Uh, Oscar and Magic have five triple doubles as well as Draymond. Wilt had seven in 1967, and then Magic had six in 1982. On the other side, Pascal Siakam had a stellar game. His playoff career high, uh, 32 points in a game one win. Kawhi had a quiet 22. Marc Gasol had... 20 fred van vliet has continued his success uh post birth of his son he had 15 points and was five of eight from the field off the bench but one thing that i wanted to really talk about and what i thought might affect the raptors the most especially in game one was those jitters that you get when you're playing in a big game and if you've never been on that stage before for for everyone but Kawhi, danny green Serge Ibaka and Patrick McCaw, this is everyone's first NBA Finals and first NBA Finals game. I thought the Jitters could get the best of them early on and the Warriors could take a big lead and it would just be insurmountable for the Raptors to to come back. But in fact, the opposite happened. Having home court for the Raptors was huge for them. And I think it's what really helped them in game one. What do you guys think?
2: Siakam was definitely the headline of that game think having his, like, he shot – and I don't know exactly what he shot, but I think it was somewhere in the neighborhood of, like, 15 for 18. Yeah, he was
0: very efficient from the field. <clears throat> so,
2: you know, ha- having him as an inexperienced guy to contribute with the, you know, the guys that you expected to get production from, like Kawhi, that was, like, the headline. Fan Fleet, uh his big thing has been defending Curry. Yeah. So, like, he's done a really good job with that. So, I mean – uh, Toronto got Game 1 in their hometown. It was a big win for the franchise. Siakam, though, to me was the headline
3: there.
0: Yeah. Blake, what do you think?
3: Raptors are rolling. They're looking good in the finals right now.
0: Yeah. And then one, one thing that I thought was huge for the Raptors in ensuring that victory in Game 1 was the fact that they were able to contain the Warriors <clears throat> in the third quarter. Even though the, Rap, the the Warriors actually outscored the Raptors in the third quarter – The Raptors were able to execute on the offensive end and still get stops on the defensive end to where they never really let the lead slip away too far to where the Warriors would be able to take the lead and run with it.
2: No, I mean, the the only thing that I had, like, negative to say on the Raptors end uh, for game one because I felt like they played good is that they played really good and they still never really separated themselves from Golden State. Um, And then game two, you know, Golden State ended up getting – so I was just like, the Raptors are playing really well. They're winning. This injury was big time. You know, the clay injury was big time as far as like the Raptors chances of winning. I think with clay, it's more of an even matchup. And the uh, in game one, the, the Raptors just, you know, they ultimately played better than the Warriors, but it was still like a 10-point a lead most of the yeah. game. You know, they never really like pulled away, but they finished it off, which was what's important.
0: Yeah. Like, so like you were saying, in game two, it was kind of kind of similar first half for, for the Raptors and the Warriors, where the Raptors had a lead going into halftime, and the Warriors were able to make those necessary adjustments that they usually make at halftime and had a third quarter I think most of us are accustomed to, to seeing the Warriors have. The Warriors scored 20 straight unanswered points, two points in the second quarter to end, and then 18 straight points to open the third quarter and that 20 to nothing run was the longest run a team has gone on since the NBA ABA merger and in the, in the second half that the warriors were so dominant it was it was so apparent because they had such unreal ball movement they they scored 22 baskets and assisted on all 22 of those baskets it was just beautiful basketball to watch in my opinion
2: yeah that's the crazy shit that warriors do 22 buckets on 22 assists. That's them uh, to me. Game two was all about Boogie coming in and playing well and being the X factor. Yeah. That I think Boogie was the thing they didn't get in Game One. They got Boogie in Game Two, and I think you know Toronto played well in Game Two, um, but Boogie's play put them over the top to actually get the dub.
3: Yeah, I mean Toronto had a chance in Game Two to win the game, but yep. they just get as much production from like their role player guys as they did in the other two games. Yeah, yeah
0: exactly. And then like like you were saying, TP. Before the series started, we didn't think it was a good idea for Boogie to get a lot of burn because we felt like he could mess up the flow of the Warriors' offense and their offense is so dictated on chemistry and knowing where everybody's going to be. I think if you're going to roll with him, you have to start him and give him those minutes to get him accustomed to the flow of the game and what's happening. And I'm glad the the Warriors made that adjustment, albeit it was because of injury because Kevon Looney.
2: That's the big factor, I think, is injury. I think his play... Like, his playing time is dictated on the injuries right now. Yeah, 100%. But You don't want to depend on Boogie for production right now.
0: No, and but luckily it worked out for him. And in then, game two. Yeah, in game two it worked out for him. The other big big headline coming out of game two, obviously, was Clay uh-huh. Ended up straining his calf. Uh, held him out of game three. But the team was able to hold him down in game two. Secure the victory even after he had went out. Him and Steph had pretty solid games up till he got hurt, and then Steph continued his his good play in the second half. But Game Three, completely unknown for a lot of us, we didn't we didn't really know how this game was gonna go. We didn't know what Warriors was gonna show up with no KD, no Clay. But this is the NBA Finals. There's no excuses, am I right?
3: Yeah, I mean the Warriors were just trying to go like needed a huge game for Curry, and he had what 47. But... Yeah. Still just not enough. Like Warriors depleted, all the injuries, like
2: Yeah, they're
0: hurt they're hurting bad without yeah. Clay. Blake, talk a little closer to the mic.
2: Uh they're hurting bad with you know, just missing that offense and defense. Steph can't score enough points to just that be enough for them to win the game.
0: Yeah. So the last time Clay didn't start a playoff game for the Warriors was two thousand seven. Yeah. That starting five was Baron Davis. Al Harrington, Jason Richardson, Stephen Jackson, and Monte Ellis. Yep,
2: yeah. great starting five. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> one, of the, one of the guts. But, but
0: like like Blake was saying, Steph put the Warriors on his back. He gave it everything he had. Forty seven points in forty three minutes, fourteen to thirty one shooting.
2: He shot six of fourteen from three. The defense is what lost him this game. I well, mean, the Warriors, the Warriors defense. I mean, they they were just. Scoring with ease against the Warriors last night.
0: Yeah. And on the other side, it was a very balanced attack from the Raptors. Every single one of their starters scored at least 17 points. Kawhi had 30. Lowry had 23.
2: That's crazy. 17 from all five starters? Yeah. I I just don't think you're going to win that game against that production.
0: No. And then when the rest of the Warriors starters are combining for only 36 points, and Clay's put, or excuse me, Steph is putting up 47. That's very, like, that, that's like a teeter totter, and one guy's in the sand and one guy's all the way up in the sky.
3: Yeah, the Raptors got a bunch of vets right now, like Danny Green, the role playing guys are playing well. Danny Green, Kawhi, like former champions. Uh, Marcus a ton of playoff minutes. Yeah. Kyle Lowry, ton of playoff minutes. Surge, S- ton S- of S- playoff yeah. minutes.
2: Yeah. All defensive guys, too. I mean, all gritty guys. None of those guys are liabilities out there.
0: Yeah, and. and like you were saying, TP, the, the defense for the Warriors, I think what they were missing most was Clay's defense because Jarebko can't contain Kawhi. McKinney can't either. Sean Livingston hasn't been the same all postseason. Not having Clay, who spends the majority of his time defending and guarding the best player on the other team, the impact that he makes on defense, I think, is the biggest reason why they lost game three
2: yeah i mean that's 20 that's 20 points and and a solid defender that you're missing right there so and you can't even Steph obviously Steph obviously was attacking differently knowing clay was out versus the first two games with clay
0: yeah it's just for me
2: it's it's trouble yeah yeah we've never seen we've never seen the warriors in this kind of trouble not having clay and kevin is trouble but uh you know they still are a good basketball team without them they just lack the depth you know they they're hurting for bodies out there
0: yeah now teams to win game three after the series is tied 1-1 win the series 82 percent of the time that's
2: that's another one of those throwaway stats
0: You, you don't buy into that
2: no it's situational every 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 playoff is different you know there's injuries that affect the series there's You know, play time, every year's different. Um, It's just like, how many times has the finals gone 1-1? I mean, maybe a dozen, so it's like, I don't know. I just, I don't think that kind of stuff matters. I I know how, I know what it's like to be an athlete and be competitive, Um, so it's like both teams are still in this series, but both teams, I think, you know, the Raptors think they can win, and the Warriors, I think, are on their heels, which is both new territory for each franchise, so it's like I just gotta judge it based on this franchise moving forward. I don't think the Raptors necessarily have an eighty two percent chance on winning it. No, I guess is what but it is. that's just that's But just they what have a good they have a good chance of winning it.
0: Yeah, it's what it's what history tells us. Yeah.
2: And it's just like if Clay if Clay comes back next game, that eighty two percent I think is like, just like a mistle. 100 percent.
3: That's like the huge factor right now is Clay. Yeah, it's like they need, they need Clay to come back and play like Clay. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they need production out of him. They don't just need someone out there floating around. They need they need his defensive pr- uh, production. They need him to uh, to score points because you know. Yeah, you can, you can't get, depend on Boogie to get your 20. If
3: they don't get Clay's offense, Clay's defense, they're going to get beat again. So.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's
3: it. It's one thing that we've always questioned
0: they about don't have, the Warriors. They don't have
2: enough firepower right now, which
0: is crazy, but they just don't. Yeah, it's one thing we've always questioned about them. It's if one person gets hurt, okay, they're fine. If two people get hurt, okay, they, they'll probably be okay. Now it's like we've never seen this depleted and this injured of a Warriors team this late into the season.
2: No, I mean this is very, I mean it's very similar to the, to the 2015 Cavs. I think I mean, it's the situation was, you know, there's guys that got the guys that got them to the point that they're at are not there right now. This is not the the regular season Warriors, especially Clay. Like KD is one thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't. I think that even with with or without KD, I think Warriors were the favorite, um, and I think they had the ability to win it. Not necessarily a sure thing, but. They have the ability to win it without KD, but KD and Clay.
3: Yeah, being down to one year guys and being down two year guys is a like completely different story. Yeah.
2: And not just guys, you know these guys. Yeah, these guys are all all three. NBA players. Yeah, it's I two, mean, of, the, two th- th- of the top four. Like. Yeah, yeah, and and Clay's a and Clay's a top fifteen player in the league. You know, probably a top five two way player in the league. Yeah, so it's for like, sure. That's you know add that to arguably the great the best player in the world. It's a you're missing a lot. Yeah.
0: Now some, it's going to be a
2: great series.
0: Well, it's I mean, been, it's with, been with a great the, series with the injury
2: factor and 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 the Raptors and the it's it's going to be good because the Raptors right now are rolling. So like Golden State is it's all on Golden State right now. All yep. the pressure's on them.
3: I feel like the Raptors figured it out after Kawhi hit that game winner in the last round. They just yeah.
2: know who they are and know everything's clicking. Win. Well, and 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 nothing. You know, I think Kawhi gives them a sense where it's possible. You know they may not. You know, knowing that it's possible and thinking that it's possible is important. They I think why gives that. Yeah, they do. Yeah, I be- mean, Marcus All and is is a huge pickup. You huge were really pickup.
0: you were really high on that during the trade deadline when it happened.
2: Yeah, it's just you added a defensive player of the year, a seven foot center to a team that was already good. It's just he fits in seamlessly. He's a passing. He's a passing big guy that plays great defense. He's
3: been more aggressive, taking those open threes.
2: They're giving it to him, and he's knocking them down. Fuck it. Everyone's... Let him fly. Yeah. yeah the, the, this Raptor team is awesome. I mean, it's it's a really cool roster. It's it's just like it's kind of taken a while to appreciate it because it was slow forming. I mean, you added Kawhi before the season started. You added Marcus Saul at the – trade deadline you have some familiar faces there from the old Raptor runs it's uh this you know now seeing the finished product it's pretty crazy
0: and you can't forget that Danny Green was basically just a salary throwaway dumping on that Kawhi trade and it's worked out tenfold for them to adding Danny Green. Forget forget adding Kawhi Leonard. Danny Green has been huge for them.
3: Given them a ton of experience. He's, he played really good in game three.
0: Yeah, he scored 18 points in game three, and all of them were threes.
2: Yeah, I think he was one of those pieces in the trade where they're like, we're going to take him because the salary matches, and it's like if he plays well, that's a good, solid piece. Yeah, we you win. know exactly what you're getting and if, if he he's does playing it, well. And if he doesn't, we're just going to put him on the bench, and it's not that huge of a loss.
0: Yeah. Now – Kawhi and Steph both had some individual accomplishments in game three. Um, Steph, it's kind of a weird accomplishment when you say it's an accomplishment after losing, but he's the third player in NBA Finals history to score 45-plus and lose in a game. And then Kawhi's 30 points in game three was his 13th 30-point game in this postseason run. Only Michael Jordan, who did it four times, Kobe, who did it twice, and LeBron, who did it twice. Also Shaq, Hakeem, Eli and Alan Iverson are the only other players to have that many 30 plus point games in a single postseason run. So I mean what Kawhi's doing is
3: Yeah, Kawhi's a machine. He's insane. <laughs> Kawhi's the man.
0: <laughs> and it's it's just I'm really happy for him because he's been he's really been able to prove everybody wrong. Uh and for everyone that was thinking that he was quitting on the Spurs and and all that, it's like, no, he just didn't feel right. He didn't want to play when he didn't feel right.
3: Kawhi's crazy. He's got to be, like, one of the best playoff performers of all time. Yeah, his, listen, His playoff man. stats got to be insane.
2: Yeah, man. Boardman gets paid. And it's a mis, he's just a misunderstood guy, you know, the whole San Antonio thing. It's like everybody took because he was quiet that he didn't have any aspirations. Like, oh, because Kawhi's quiet, Kawhi, he doesn't get to, like, be upset with the franchise. He doesn't get to question. Like, every other superstar gets these luxuries of, like, question, you know, it just so happens Kawhi plays for the Spurs, and he's a quiet guy. So it's like that whole year he sit Now it was it was you know people speculate ridiculous shit. Now he's just kind of showing us again like this yeah, is just who he is. He's yeah. Just so in, like
3: the Spurs doctors are like, yeah, you're good to go, and he's just like, no, I'm not. Yeah. Well,
0: yeah. I mean, different type of dude. The Spurs doctors have the Spurs priority in mind, and the the franchise's number one priority in mind is having the the best player out there. And Kawhi's priorities. No, I'm not ready. Like I got to keep my body. This is how I get paid. I got to keep my body right.
3: They did it all season, having him sit out back to back. I think like, he only played in like 70 games. But it's just like
0: if no that, less. But if See, it's like less, like, he played, less. He played games, in less. He played nine games. No, we're we're saying this season with the with the Raptors. I think he only played like
2: oh yeah, 60 yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just like if if LeBron or Ant Davis or someone like that shuts down the season because their doctor, you know what I mean? If they did with Kawhi. It would have been I, – I just think people would have got the pass. It was just because Kawhi is such an anomaly, such a misunderstood person that people, like, jumped on him. You know, like, how dare you, like, question the Spurs, you know.
0: He played 60 games this year.
3: 16? No, he's just dominating the playoffs. And it's like, look how good Kawhi is. Yeah, because like, Toronto
0: was able to take care of him during the regular season, and they, they figured out a way to keep him healthy.
2: I mean, this is, like, the third time in my life, third season in my life where it's just like, how good really is Kawhi? Like – where do I rank him? He's this – fuck like, he just is so good, and he's so well-rounded, and he's just, like, such a weird you know, talent. Now, the th-
3: now the thing is, Quad does it all. When he first yeah. came to the league, he's just, like, a defensive stopper, yeah. dude, like, trying to hit jumper. Now he just, like, takes over on offense, takes mm-hmm. over on defense. Yeah, like, he can't stop him.
2: He completely evolved his game. It's just, like, winning the, winning the finals MVP, you know, and then having that MVP season right before he got hurt, and now this. It's just, like, dude, this guy is – a certified superstar that has potential he's got the he's like he's got the same potential as LeBron and Durant i mean that yeah, that's like that's where he's at you know his accomplishments all-time winningest player ever best winning percentage of any player in NBA history
0: yeah it's no we like said it, it we said it last it, week we put him in the LeBron KD tier in terms of best basketball
2: players in the world yeah it's just it, it, it's just he's just a weird one to uh to kind of analyze because he doesn't give you much. But when he plays the game, everyone's like, fuck. Yeah, then, then he gives who, you everything. Yeah, Ex- then it's like, who can you really take over this guy? You know what I mean? Like, his his play and his, like, being, you know, the media and us and fans and everybody trying to analyze him is, like, weird. Yeah, it's, it's like it, when you watch him play basketball, there's nothing weird about it. This dude's a stone-cold killer. It's the
0: classic let, let your play speak for itself. And he doesn't need to speak to the media. He lets his
2: play. Well, he gives nobody anything. He gives you nothing to work with. No excitement. No no emotion. No post game press conferences. No social media antics. No branding. He gives you nothing. None of that shit that all superstars give you. So it's just it's it's weird. But it's like his play. You watch him play, and then you know where he lies in the in the NBA power rankings. Yeah. So what do you guys
0: think is going to happen the rest of the way?
3: I got Raptors in 5-6 at the max. I think it's over. You,
0: so you think tomorrow night Friday is the last game in Oracle Arena? I
3: think the Warriors need to get Clay, being Clay, and if they don't get anything close to Clay going out there getting 22-25, like yeah. it's, it's going to be over. So yeah, KD
0: KD's already been ruled out for game 4. Yeah, he, he's done. I don't think if You they, don't think we see him if, at all.
3: If it goes 7 games, there's no KD.
2: Yeah, I'm with Blake on that. I think no KD uh for the finals. You yeah. think Clay comes back though game 4? he's he's playing yeah i think clay comes back and so if clay comes back i gotta be confident in the warriors getting game four and i gotta be confident if clay is actually playing those back three games that the warriors can win two out of three but i was originally thinking warriors in five or six before this final started and now it's like i think this game this series is gonna go seven games and in a s- game seven, anybody can win.
0: Yeah, I mean, my my new prediction. My original prediction was Warriors in five last week. My new prediction is now Warriors in seven. Um, but I mean, like like you guys said, it's all it's all up to if Clay plays. I I don't think we see KD.
3: I think he's gonna play, but like he needs to play and be himself. He can't yeah. be like yeah, he like can, he's, he's got to be giving them a clay game. Well, what what's, just the body out what there. Steve
0: Kerr said about game three and why he held him out of game three was like.
2: We want the rest of the series. I
3: seen reports that, that he wanted to play. Yeah, like,
0: Clay wanted to play, and basically what Steve Kerr said, and and a lot, a bunch of different media outlets were reporting this. Steve Kerr basically said, I could not live with myself if I played him in Game Three, and he got like he had a setback or got hurt even worse in Game Three. We end up losing, then we end up losing the series. I tell you blah, what, blah, though, blah.
2: that kind of coaching decision is what legends are fucking made out of. He, if Clay comes back and is looking good. Oh, and, it, and they win the series. And it's like, you can point back to that. 100% day like Kerr held him, held the dogs off because of the long run. Like, or it's like, dude, we've, we should have been all hands on deck all day. You know, yeah. and we lost. So exactly. Like, if they that's lose, a very pivotal coaching decision to be out there, uh, to, to kind of break down. It.
3: Game four is gonna be huge. A lot, a lot's gonna be like figured out from
2: well, there. Well, yeah, because it it's could done. It's it, done if they lose. I mean, they cannot lose two in Oracle and have enough confidence to win. Especially games. having
0: the it be the last game in Oracle if they do go down three one.
2: Yeah, no Raptors win Game four, they win the finals. And that's gonna be crazy and it's gonna be awesome. It's just, yeah, like right now they got. Curry played great in Game Three.
3: Draymond doing his thing, and then you got Boogie out there. But Boogie mm. wasn't like I mean, he's a former All Star, but he's not playing like an All Star. No, like, no, he's, he's, he's a not, guy trying to figure it out right like, now. Yeah. What I don't
0: get, what and what I don't get about like especially the KD injury, how Boogie can come back from a torn quad, didn't play for forty five days, didn't have surgery, didn't have nothing, tore his quad. KD has a calf strain. If 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 it's not
3: well, I mean that he's got he's got tearing his calf.
0: Well, it, yeah, a strain is a minor tear, but like Boogie's, I think injury was a lot worse than Kevin Durant's from all the reports that we've read. If the re- if the report on Katie's injury isn't as serious as it actually is, and I, that's what I'm thinking
3: now, and why he hasn't played yet. I think it's like way worse than the media's been trying to play it out. Like, That's what I'm I think saying. He's been done the whole time. He That's has been what coming I'm saying. This year they're trying to make it seem like is he? Gonna, he ain't playing. He right. Ain't That's
0: what I'm saying. They're but why with the them?
2: opposition's head?
0: Right. So that why don't the Warriors just come out and say that they're trying to play with yeah. the Raptors' head?
2: You got to prepare for KD just in case. You know what I mean. Don't, they he don't want to say like, you no, he's d- not going to be there. So the did, you guys, did you
0: guys see the video of him like shaking their hand, like yeah. shaking their hands after the he's after the ice? Game. The ice? ice. Like, yeah. yeah,
3: he's like, you're not playing. You're not well, ready to go. Everybody,
0: everybody on Twitter and stuff was saying like, dude, that ice is on his Achilles. No, Kevin Durant is a seven foot human being. Like he's lanky as fuck.
2: Like that it's is his calf. Bag. It's a big ass bag of ice. That's his yeah. calf. <laughs> it's not good. I don't, um, think that, no. I don't think that no. injury is good for KD. The, the, game, game four is big time, dude. They, they need it. They need – 100%. They, need, they have to have Steph get 40-plus. They have to get some production out of Clay. Uh, Draymond's got to keep doing his thing. They need to get, quali- like, a good 12, 15 minutes out of Boogie. That's a lot of shit you're asking. Yeah, Boogie a,
0: ended up playing 28 in
2: game that's, two.
3: That's the thing you got. They got all these injuries. KD and uh, Clay and need the Warriors need people to step up. And then no one talks about Kevin Looney, who would be one of the guys they would need to step up in yep, this
2: situation.
0: Yep, he's he's them under- losing, them yeah, them losing them losing Kevon Looney was huge. Because that was their insurance policy no, for I mean, boogie. They got
2: they got Bogan out there playing big minutes, and and Jordan Bell and McKinney. It's like Jordan Bell didn't see the floor until he, like crunch, guys, until like garbage time last this night. This is the this is the worst bench like I've ever seen for the for the Warriors in the playoffs. Well, and
0: that was that was I think the biggest concern for the Warriors the entire season
2: was their lack of depth. But Steph Curry can get a fucking bucket anytime, so they got a <laughs> shot. Uh, they still got a shot to win it. They just they need defensive production which is like the most important part is getting those bodies out there that can be productive on defense clay yeah the big one so you got the warriors still i I still think the warriors are gonna get it done in seven okay you got the raptors I'll, in six
3: i'll go six and six
0: okay and i got the warriors in seven now before we move on from the finals to talk about the upcoming nba free agent frenzy i got two other kind of headlines that are going around that Revolve around the NBA headlines. The refs are the NBA really finals. Quick,
2: the refs in game three in the second half blew like four big time calls both ways, too. Yeah. No, no it wasn't one Steph Curry's day. double dribble. Did you guys catch that? Did you guys see the second half? I saw it. Steph Curry had a clear double dribble, got away with it, like on a three point attempt. He also uh, got away with it, the travel. A a travel and a Baca got away with two goaltends. Yeah. The the goaltends were bad. Both of them. Yeah. And and, and so I was like, man, these refs, like, in the second half, they're tight because that's four calls that I thought, like, most NBA refs in the playoffs will make those calls. Yeah. But it was both ways, so it's not, like, anything that I think affected the game. It's just, fuck, man. Bad look, refs. Yeah. Bad look. The double dribble (laughs) one was bad.
0: Yeah. Now, the other two, like, headlines revolving around the NBA finals that I wanted to talk to. Talk about. One was obviously what happened with Kyle Lowry last night, diving for the ball, ending up landing courtside in the front row. And it turns out we thought it was a fan. Turns out it was actually Warriors minority owner, Mark Stevens, ends up pushing Kyle Lowry, and he didn't even really land on him or his wife. Stevens actually reached over a few seats to kind of make contact with Lowry. Obviously, Lowry was very upset with what happened and this is somewhat of a common occurrence i feel like this season in the nba with interactions with people courtside and players on the court Uh, turns out mark stevens after an investigation that happened throughout today has been banned from all games and warriors team activities for a year and has been fined five hundred thousand dollars but i just this is getting out of control in my opinion i feel like there's been so many different Negative interactions between people, courtside, and players. I just, what can the league do to stop this?
2: I don't know. In my opinion, I think this shit's always been going on. I think we're just seeing it a lot more because of the day and age. You know, I think things between players and fans have always been pretty nasty.
3: Yeah, I always seem to take like the player side when all this comes up, and obviously oh, for having sure. that guy be like yeah. a minority owner or whatever, rather that's than just a fan, makes it way worse. Yeah. So it's good hearing that guy got like a hefty, like yeah. a hefty fine is going to be suspended. I think the NBA
2: handled it handled it perfectly. Well, yeah. swift, easy. It's an obvious decision. You got the game, t- you got the tape. It's just like I, you know, I think player fan interactions have always been pretty nasty
3: as far as like what the nba should do like i think it just needs to be like the team's like uh security and whatever they have at the arenas, just being more on top of stuff and just having like no taller no tolerance policy
2: for these guys like yeah. if you do anything like just get don't those t- people out of there don't arena. touch the players yeah that should certain, never happen like certain words got to be banned i feel like you know what i mean like just, just have a quick check with these people
3: if people are acting like a dumbass just get them out of there yeah like,
2: yep, yeah exactly that's exactly how i feel
0: well so, i mean some players like some Former players, current players today were calling for Mark Stevens to sell his portion of the Warriors and not be affiliated with the NBA anymore.
3: I mean, that's super unprofessional on his part, like hundred percent like a forearm shove to like what like you can't be. Very blatant. You can't terrible look for that dude. I
2: I think that's a little harsh just because I think it's a heat of the moment reaction. He's been he's been fined and he's been penalized. I think the punishment fits the crime. I don't know if I necessarily am asking for this guy to sell his stake in an NBA team. He's a
3: guy like invested into the team. Like it's easy to see how he'd get caught up in like the heat of the moment. Yeah, or And it's to, like, like one not incident, one, incident, you
2: know? one <laughs> incident, this guy's involved in anything else. Yeah. Like this is your first offense. Um, it's a heated moment. Uh, he's fined a half a million dollars and banned from a year's worth of games I and think team pre- activities. I think that's pretty. Sub- that's a pretty. No, tough, it's a, like punishment. I think it's a, I think, I think it's a substantial punishment. I think, I think it fits the crime. And now it's like, dude, you fucking act up at all, you're done. You know, you're done. I yeah. think the NBA handled it perfectly. Yeah. So
3: hey, real quick though, how pissed is uh, David Stern that he's not the commissioner for the first like international finals?
2: <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. That, he put, that's, like, that's he his put thing. It, and did you see? Did you hear during the finals coming? They're starting a professional league in Africa. Yeah, that's awesome. And we talked.
3: We uh, talked
0: about it on the show.
2: Did we? Yeah. God damn, that's crazy. But it's like it's legit now. Like everything green lit. Yeah. yeah. I think Obama's uh, a part of it too. Yeah, NBA, and the NBA sponsoring it basically. Yeah. There's like it's nine get, There's, there's like, like nine or, or 12 teams in it. They're like financing it. It's just like, man, basketball is going to get so good here. Yeah, we're just going to start seeing more MBs and people
3: like that. Those yeah. types coming yeah. over. Yeah, like. yeah,
2: 100%. Yeah, yeah you're going to get these Giannis, Don Maker. Dude, Maker's brother, uh, my curve maker, high school player, uh, he just moved up to the number two recruit in his class. Dude, there's no and, way he's
0: actually high school age, though. And, Have you
2: seen him? And now they're classifying him as a seven-foot guard. That's a just, joke. He's out there shooting threes. Th- Thon Maker's kid, bro- kid brother is out there just dr- dribble, pull up, shooting threes in high school ball right now.
0: Unreal. All right. Before we move on to the free agency stuff, I have a question for you guys, and it's it's a big headline, a uh, big topic of discussion. I think going ar- going around a lot of NBA and sports radio circles. I know where Tyler stands on this uh, because we've talked about it before, but I don't think I know where Blake stands on this matter. And before I, before I get your guys' response, I'm going to list off some accolades and a couple other things. But is Andre Iguodala a Hall of Famer? He's a three-time NBA champion. He's a one-time NBA Finals MVP. Obviously, he's in the middle of his fourth NBA Finals right now, going for his fourth ring. He's been on the all-defensive or first or second team twice. He's got a one Olympic gold medal. He's got one FIBA World Cup gold medal. And I've seen the comparison that he is this generation's Robert Ori. You know what you're going to get with him during the regular season, but come playoffs and championship time, you know he's going to bring it every night and he can be counted on in crunch time. And when you need a big shot, you know he's going to hit it. So what what do you guys think?
2: Here's my thing, right? Real quick. <laughs> Uh, okay, I don't believe that either one of those guys are a hall of famer. Although I think Andre Iguodala would get in, he wouldn't be my vote. Andre Iguodala is a better individual player than Robert Ori was. I think he's a bigger factor to a team. Robert Ory, I think, was more drifting towards a three and D solid role player, like in your eight man rotation um, guy. Where Andre Iguodala, I think, has been—you know—he's been an all star. He's been a—he's a key contributor to a good team. Um, but, like, yeah, I mean, I think that's where the difference is. I, I think Andre Iguidala is clearly a better basketball player than Robert
3: Ory. All right. Andre Aguidala, good guy, good player, solid career, yeah. one of my favorite dunk contest dunks ever.
2: Yeah, about yes. the side of the backcourt. Yeah. Not
3: a Hall of Famer.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's I, that's just how it, it's just. So you're telling, I,
3: me, you're telling me this Warriors
2: core is going to have five Hall of Famers? Dude, and, and it's just like there's a difference between like individual greatness and like being part, having a great resume. You yeah, know he's what got I mean? he's like, got he's
3: got some good playoff moments. But he's the always, finals MVP is super impressive.
2: That's and if there was not if that award didn't exist, it wouldn't even be a conversation.
3: One time All Star.
2: One time All Star. I don't like, you know, I don't think Robert Ory is anywhere near being a Hall of Famer, and the only difference, really, to me. Um, like accolade wise, you know, is that that Finals MVP really makes the conversation tricky? Um, but Danny uh-huh. Ainge not a Hall of Famer. Yeah, exactly. He's got a bunch Michael of rings. Cooper's not a Hall of Famer. Exactly because we know, like, as basketball people, like, yeah, this guy's got a really great resume, but he is not the same talent um, as as Clyde Drexler. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, or or some of these other guys. Like, I don't think that that's where he is as an individual.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think, and I love Iggy. He fucks up LeBron.
2: <laughs> no, it's un- and it's unfair, and it's unfair to like throw him in this conversation because it's like I do think the world of Iggy, but like, no, he's not a Hall of Famer in my eyes. But I think he's gonna end up getting in off some bullshit.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, I think, I think he's ultimately gonna get in, but yeah, I mean, listen, it's the Hall of Fame for a reason. It's not the Hall of really good. That's how I feel. And it's just like,
2: that's kind of how, I mean, he's kind of a perfect representation about how I feel about finals MVP in general. Like, I just think that regular season MVP is so much more prestigious. and so much more telling of dominance than a finals MVP finals MVP is you were the best player of a, of a seven game series and, and regular season MVP was you were the best player in basketball one year. Yeah. in the greatest league in the world. It's just like Barkley, you know what I mean? Barkley's individual talent, being an MVP, no finals appearances, no finals MVP, none of that. It's like he's ten times a player of Iguodala, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. When we're, so when Tyler and I talk about people's accolades and whether they should be in the Hall of Fame or not, we like, like to always ask the question, can you tell the story and history of basketball without this player? So you, do you guys think we could tell the history of basketball without Andre Iguodala?
2: Easily. Yeah. Okay. I think, no, listen. I think he's just a solid – That's fine. He's just a solid piece for for a dynasty. You know what I mean? There's a lot of guys that are, are like him. I think players like Tony Kukoc, Adrian Dantley for the Bad Boy Pistons. Like, yeah. They were good, really good players for those teams. And made they were key champions. components. But that's not who you remember. That's not how you tell the story. He had a – Andre Godal had a super
3: solid first half of his career, and then he got into a championship team for the second half of his team as a
2: role player. Yeah. Great career. Great career. You great get you career. Had a, you had a great run. Exactly. Yeah, but that's where it stops and ends, I think.
0: Okay. All right. Well, I mean, listen – this I think has been a lot more exciting of an NBA Finals than
2: a here's a good comparison okay. is fucking Julian Edelman. Dude,
3: here's another one. If he doesn't like, hit that Julian shot. Edelman
2: to me is like not a Hall of Famer, but his like he's got the Andre Iguodala type of shit going on. Yeah. With like dude, his accolades and, and his accomplishments are crazy. They
0: both got the one MVP of the championship game. Like playoff moments. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's just like, I don't know though. Like Julian Edelman is not Randy Moss, Terrell Owens. Marvin Harrison, <laughs> Julian Edelman's a Hall of Famer though. No, man. <laughs> I just, uh, that's I'd probably I mean. <laughs> put him in the Hall of Fame too, and that's because well, he's Jewish. And Edelman is like football's a different beast. Like yeah. one one game playoffs, you know. Like
3: I, ju- I just think if Igadala like misses that shot, no one's bringing this up. No one's like, hey, is he a Hall of Famer? Yeah. I think this has been a well, conversation
2: no, though. I know, but no, I, mean, no, no. I mean, like this in week game, like in game this. two. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: I th- I think it's been a conversation though for Iggy for a couple of years now. I though.
2: just once he got that Finals MVP, it's it's a conversation, but it's like it's not I just I I, I have this bad feeling that it's going to come to fruition and I don't really think that it's <laughs> deserving.
0: But no, listen, I think this NBA Finals has been a lot more exciting than a lot of people thought it was going to be. I think everyone thought this the is Warriors best
2: case scenario for oh, the league, 100% dude.
0: best case scenario.
2: Canada America Okay, the, the problem the, is the, the g- big bad boy. The last five years with this new this new thing.
0: The problem is though for the NBA, Canada's ratings don't count towards revenue. Doesn't matter. I'm just saying
2: it counts towards the world just being obsessed with the NBA. 100 oh, percent. Yeah, I've
3: been watching TSN. Shout out Toronto Sports Network. Yeah, <laughs> that's Get awesome. Some good gems. That's awesome.
0: But all right, with with it being June now, we're less than a month away from NBA free agency and today actually kind of got the ball rolling with a trade between the nets and the hawks the nets ended up trading alan crab and the number 17 pick in this year's draft and a protected 2020 first rounder for Torian prince and a 2021 second rounder the nets by getting rid of alan crab cleared 18 million dollars in cap space so they now have the flexibility of two max slots and they'd be able to retain d'angelo russell if they wanted to
3: as long as i keep my boy joe harris
0: (laughs) now the hawks on the other side of this trade now have the 8th 10th 17th 35th 41st and 44th pick in this year's draft
2: the hawks yes hawks got all those picks and they got two two rookies on the all rookie teams
0: yeah so well solid they it's have solid to work with. those six draft picks, some people think they could use those draft picks to to move up in the lottery because they have eight and ten, but some people think they should try and make a trade with Cleveland to get as high as five. Do you think
2: that's something the Hawks should do? I think they should just try to add as many players as possible. Keep the picks. I think the Hawks probably shouldn't have traded the pick of Luka Doncic away. Well, that's a whole different story. You want Luka,
3: Trey Young in the tenth pick. I don't. I don't know. I don't hey, know.
2: I think they got. I think they got as good of a you know, young core with like a lot of a, they got a they got a lot of assets right now. They got a lot of good young. You know, they're, they're good players are young. They have a ton of draft picks. I think they're moving in the right direction as far as like being a playoff contender. Uh, Trey Young, it, all, you know, all rookie first team. John Collins uh, is a promising young player. Uh, and, and what, six draft picks? Yeah. You know, that's that's pretty solid.
0: Yeah. And a lot of a lot of NBA insiders uh, are speculating that the Nets are making this trade because they know something. Obviously we know tampering happens in the NBA. We know players start talking to teams. I don't before. think they know
2: shit. I just think they're getting ready. But i are mean, preparing, you know. I don't
3: I don't think DeAndre Russell is going back there at all. I don't think he is either. But That's a that's
2: going back to Brooklyn.
3: Yeah, he's gone. He's out. I think he's actually going to go to Minnesota. Orlando. Who gives a fuck? (laughs) But (laughs) all right, so he's an NBA All Star. Sorry, Laker fans. Fuck D'Angelo. So
0: is Tom
2: Gugliotta. Jamal. Jamal (laughs) I was just about to say Jamal
0: McGlure. But all right, so in the in the spirit of you bringing up where you think D'Angelo is going to go, I have a game for you too, and it's called Switch or Stay. CBS came out with their top twenty possible free agents. So I have the list of all 20, and whether they got a player option, unrestricted, or if they're restricted. And I basically want to know if they're going to switch teams or they're going to stay from you guys. So we'll just start at the top, and I'm literally taking this in order from how CBS Sports did that.
3: I live for this stuff.
0: I can't <laughs> wait. So <laughs> Kevin Durant, Golden State Warriors, he's got a player option. Where's Is he switching teams or is he staying?
3: He's switching. He's gone, Brooklyn or New York.
0: Okay. All right. Kawhi Leonard. He's got a player option with the Raptors. Is he staying or is he switching? Come Kawhi, on.
3: Kawhi's going to pimp it. He's going to win the championship and then come back home to the Clippers. Okay. Pause. We're the, just, we're the Clippers, we're talking Kawhi, about this ma- for a second. Mark it down, Sklar. Yeah,
2: I'm 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 with this movement. I think the Clippers are the perfect pick. It's just such the Kawhi thing to do. He always he is the anomaly of the NBA. He is the guy that's going against the grain. And what is more against the grain than the Clippers? Yeah. He's do I- I'm with Blake 100 percent on this. Kawhi is uh, uh, Kawhi is leaving after the finals, win or lose, and he's going to the Clippers.
3: Then he's gonna live in San Diego and take his helicopter like Kobe to the games.
0: <laughs> See, I don't like I don't like him going to the Clippers, but I definitely think he's leaving Toronto either way. No matter what happens at the end of this year. Because Toronto was never in the plan for him. I've
3: been, I've been saying this for a while now, too. And I just, the only thing that, do you see the reports that came out? That yesterday? he bought a house? <laughs> yeah. Ah, like, that can't be real.
0: No
2: way. In Toronto? No way he even bought a house in Toronto. Even if he did, who fucking cares? What is that? Drake probably bought it for him. That doesn't mean anything to me. All right. He's an NBA superstar. Oh, he bought a house? Yeah, big deal. All right. Duh. I'm
0: really interested to hear Blake's answer for this one. Kyrie Irving of the Celtics. He's got a player option. Is he switching or staying? He's gone. He's did, gone. Did you
3: Did you happen to see the Danny Ainge show, like press conference? No. He's He's talking about like already in like past tense already. Yeah, already. Yeah. It's just like he's talking about the Isaiah trade. Like I don't regret. No matter what happens with Kyrie, like, I don't regret. What oh I, man, it's already. Yeah, he, yeah, he's gone. Danny's just writing man. it off man, already, yeah. which is fine. Yeah, I got
2: Kyrie leaving as well.
3: Same thing, Brooklyn or New York, or or maybe more Lakers. I don't think think he's coming to the Lakers.
2: I think Lakers are are a real possibility for Kyrie. Me too. I don't don't dismiss that one. I
3: say those three, Knicks, Brooklyn, or Lakers.
0: I just think Kyrie has the ego to where if he comes to L.A. and teams back up with LeBron and everyone says he couldn't win without LeBron, it's going to just –
3: Oh yeah, they'll affect them way too much. They'll be happy for like a month, and then it'll just be over. Yeah, exactly. That didn't work out. To
2: me, Brooklyn's the one that's going to be on the outside looking in at the end of all this free agency mess. Even after all the movement they just made, that's that's what I mean. I think like I don't think they're going to land one of the big dogs. I
3: think even if that happens, they're like still in a pretty decent spot. No, they
2: are. They're in the race. That's why I think they're going to be like the biggest disappointment because I think that they are for sure in the mix with Lakers, Clippers, Brooklyn, uh, the Knicks. You know, you got these teams that are all – the New York, L.A. teams that are all in the mix, but I think the Nets are going to be the one that's like when everyone's done and signed. They're going to end up with Jimmy Butler. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The Lakers are the other one. I think the Lakers – like, I think Kyrie's the best chance – but it's like Kawhi and KD are for sure are not coming. No, Kawhi's, uh, coming. And, and I think so, Kawhi's coming. I to think Kawhi's coming. I think the Lakers I think, have I to, think there's
3: like no chance Kawhi comes to dude, the Lakers. He's wanted yeah, to be a Laker no. his entire I, life. I, I,
2: I don't think Kawhi's going to the Lakers at all. He's a real number one. I'll, I'll tell think, you what though,
3: Sklar, make you happy. I think the Lakers again Anthony Davis, June twentieth.
2: I don't yeah. think that'll make me happy though.
0: Yeah. I, 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 I tried, <laughs> man. I tried. I like I don't really, want to give
2: up the farm. I like ant, I like ant. I like ant with uh, with LeBron, and then I think that you know Kyrie's option number 1 but I think Kemba's uh Kemba has snuck up my list on Lakers because Charlotte cannot give him that money so I think that he's going to leave and I think the Lakers are going to be a, they're going to miss a bunch in the free agency and they're going to have to take him. See, I'm uh, glad
0: I'm glad you brought Kemba up cuz he's the next one on my list. So I think dude. Kemba's
2: gone for sure there's
3: no way Charlotte can sign that deal. Once again I think Kemba's going to Brooklyn or New York. <laughs> yeah. You just think everybody's going see, to New and, York. Dude, but they're but getting, Kemba, they're getting somebody. But
2: Kemba but Kemba's the guy that goes to Brooklyn and they're on the outside looking in I think. I don't know if that's necessarily a win for yeah, Brooklyn, cause, cause, is getting Kemba. Just I don't, because Kemba's like from there, so I think that th- that's like one that they realistically could get. But it's like, how much better is their team off for getting Kemba but, over but honestly, D'Angelo I, Russell? Yeah.
3: I, I don't think Kemba's leaving. He's, he's probably staying in Charlotte.
2: If he gets that money, he has to stay. It's, it's, I th- it's, ultimately, it's ultimately
0: up to Jordan to that's, offer that max, and I don't think he's going to. That's
3: such a tough sale to your fan base. Dude, it's you
2: the Chris Paul deal. You can't do it, dude. But it's, Chris Paul has accomplished so much more than but, Kemba at that point. But like, it's, you feel better about giving Chris Paul that than Kemba.
0: Yes, but it's a six foot point guard past the age of 30, getting paid Doesn't $40 matter, million. Dollars the production's a
2: year. not the same. Chris Paul was a bona fide superstar. Chris, uh, Kemba's been like a a, um, a a bubble guy in the superstar economy, a, a legit stud, but a bubble guy superstar was. Dude, if. if if Charlotte
3: lets Kimba leave, they're going to win seven games next year.
2: <laughs> yeah, but, but that's not, yeah. like you can't, that's a bad business deal.
3: I'm, I know, I'm just saying, they're in a tough spot. Yeah. They, either have to pay, yeah. they have to way overpay for Kimba, or they have to try to sell their se- fan base on, like, hey, he's leaving and we're getting nothing in return. It's yeah. going to be a tough couple years.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, that I think that's the route it's going to end up going. All right,
0: next player on the list Clay Thompson, unrestricted free agent of the Warriors. Stayin. See he switching or staying?
3: Warrior for life. Staying.
0: Okay. All right. Next on the list, it's our first restricted free agent, Kristaps Porzingis.
3: Staying. Yeah, I mean, I think he's definitely gonna give it a try in Dallas.
0: Yeah. Okay. For sure. All right, next up, we got Boogie Cousins. Is he staying or switching?
3: He's out. He's going to – hopefully somebody offers him a contract. Yeah,
0: I think he, I think he's out. That's ultimately why I think he stays in Golden State. I think they're going to do the same thing because he lost out on so much money again this year. Yeah, he,
3: Boogie's going to be in the same position he was last year as this year, have to sign a prove-it deal, whether it yeah. be Golden State or somewhere else. There's going to be another prove-it deal.
2: I think he signs a prove-it deal somewhere else. Okay. All right, next up. Jimmy Butler, with like, a- like Bookie's the guy that could wait for the dust to settle to join superstars. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, hundred percent. He could be the proven guy that goes with Kyrie and KD or or to the to the Lakers. Like, I don't fucking know where Bookie's gonna go, but it's a proven it deal, and I don't think it's Golden State.
0: Okay. All right. Next, Jimmy Butler with the player option in Philly. Is he switching or staying? I think he's
2: leaving.
3: I think that one could go either way. Honestly,
0: I think Philly's gonna offer him an extension.
2: I'm sure they will, but I just don't think that that's. Where he's gonna stay. He's not the man. He's the third fiddle, even if he he, he feels like he's the best player. And it's like they promote Ben Simmons and B. That's he, who the team is.
3: Another one of those guys could end up either being for Philly, playing for Brooklyn, playing for LA.
2: Yeah, Butler's Butler's spectrum of teams is much bigger than the rest of the guys that we've talked about so far. Yeah. I, I would think agree that with there's that. a lot of landing spots that Jimmy Butler could go to, similar to Kemba. Yeah.
0: All right. Next up. Nikola Vucevic of the Magic. He's an unrestricted free agent. Does he stay in Orlando or does he try and go to a contender and try and actually win some games?
2: That's a tough decision for Orlando because they got to decide if they want to move forward with Mo Bamba's progression. And I think that's what they got to do. So I think you got to let him walk. You can't pay him.
3: Yeah, I think Orlando definitely lets him walk.
2: Yeah. I saw that Orlando was in trade talks for Capella, though. Oh, that's uh, interesting. Possibly sending um, Mo Bamba. And some picks for for Clint Capella. I mean, I wouldn't be mad at that. Just uh, yeah. I mean, that was that was just like one little thing I saw. But ultimately, I think that I think that Orlando wants to move forward with Isaac, Eric Gordon, and Mo Bamba and Fultz and, and Fultz. Um, I think that they want to move forward with those guys. So I think Vucevic is going to ask for a lot of money. He can go. He need, he's going to go fill a void that someone needs. You know. Yeah, I
0: think he's definitely looking for max money. But I'm not sure he's he's not going to get it. It. He's not going to get
2: max money. But it's like he's going to be
3: he's going to end up in like Phoenix.
2: Yeah,
1: that's
3: (laughs) what that's what I'm saying. He's going to end up somewhere terrible. He's going to a a shitty team over maybe Charlotte.
2: That's how I feel. He's a guy that's going to he can ask for a bunch of money. So this year, particularly with this summer, it's like he's just going to go fill the void of someone that's got some money that needs a starting center, and it's not going to be anyone good because no one's going to want to give. If you have a good roster, you're not going to pay Vucevic fifteen million dollars. To try to like take your team over the top, that's not the move. Yeah. All right. Next one on the list, he could go to fucking Memphis. You know, that, that could be a good Memphis. Fit. Memphis that's has a good got a fit. nice thing going, dude. Right now. now that you now yeah. that you mentioned that, that's a good fit for him. But I mean, that's just like if they if they decide that they are two years away, they're like, okay, we have like a good thing going. with Jaron Jackson, we got the, uh, John Morant coming in. We've got Conley. Like, if we want to just like kind of hold that place for two years, like he could be a good pickup. But, I mean, that's just one team. You
0: know? Yeah. All right, next on the list, another 76ers player, Tobias Harris, is an unrestricted free agent. Is he switching or staying?
3: I think he's bouncing too. Just, I th- that depends on Jimmy Butler. Like, Philly's going to keep one of them,
2: and one yeah. of them's going to be gone. Yeah. Obvi-
3: I mean, obviously, but.
2: I think if Philly, if Philly yeah, if Philly plays their cards right, they got to get one of those guys, you know. Or you they could you...
0: get both. Just run it back. Michael, Michael Rubin has come out and said that Philly is going to – Offer both Tobias and Jimmy and basically try and bring everybody back to try and do it again. I mean, I
2: think that's smart. I just don't think that Jimmy Butler wants to be third fiddle. Yeah. I think Jimmy Butler is, like, much more likely to go than Tobias.
3: The thing about Philly is, like, their two best players are Embiid and Simmons, and they're just, like, a terrible fit for each other.
2: Yeah. All right. Fuck the Sixers. (laughs) Not a fan. Next on the
0: list, we got Chris Middleton of the Bucks. He's got a player option.
2: I think he's probably staying. I think he stays. He's a system guy. It's perfect. Yeah, it's yeah. A perfect fit. He's getting, with getting Giannis. everything you want. Especially being the team, number two option team. behind Giannis. He's an all star this year. Yeah. He's, on he USA ask for ba- more. he's on USA basketball roster. Like, I think that this his career has gone way better than anyone could have ever yeah. expected.
0: Yeah. All right, we've talked about this guy a little bit already. D'Angelo Russell. He's an unrestricted free agent. Is he switching or staying? He's
2: out. I think he's leaving for sure. Yeah. And he's going to go to some team that needs a scorer. He's, you know, like – I think Orlando. Phoenix, Orlando. Phoenix, Minnesota. Orlando, Minnesota. Those are all good. Him, him
0: and Carl Anthony Towns are best friends. The, those are all, those That'd are all good. That'd but, be awesome. But anybody – Cat that, would finally have a, a playmaker.
2: Anybody that really needs a – they you, you got to have – you got to need a ball-dominant guy, and there's less than five teams in the league that need that. Yeah. All right. Now,
0: the next couple of guys – well, the rest of the list really is more uh, – Not really role players, there's a few starters in here, but uh, some big names that that can really make an impact on a team next year. All right, J.J. Redick of the 76ers, is he switching or staying?
2: I would think he'd want to stay because he's like the perfect guard mate for Ben Simmons.
0: I think he could possibly be one of the guys that kind of lets the dust settle, kind of figures out who's in contention, kind of like how he did last summer.
3: I I think he's a dark horse candidate for Brooklyn.
0: I think he's a dark horse candidate for the Lakers.
3: He lives in Brooklyn. Damn JJ it. could go
2: JJ. could go anywhere. All these kind of guys are going to be after the death subtle guys. I mean, all, like the, the first, you know, there's the top five guys that are going to go, and that's where everyone's going to react to.: Yeah, it just depends on what he's looking for. Yeah. because
3: he already got paid for the, with the Sixers. So yeah. if he wants to play for a contender or if he just wants to go live in a dope city. Yeah, like, I just think
2: this? it's a good that's a good fit like if he's living in Brook, if he's got a house in Brooklyn, Philly's not that far. He's been with Philly, he's been making this run. They're good. They're just as much of a contender as anybody 100%. In the East. I mean, not a, and and I just think he fits like a glove for Ben Simmons. Yeah. You know, a defensive minded guard that's like that's a shooter that can spread the court. Does all the shit that Ben Simmons can't, you know?
0: Yeah. All right. Next one is Malcolm Brogdon. He's a restricted free agent for the Bucks. And what's interesting, I think about this is, I think he could potentially get over offered by a team, and Milwaukee's just like, we're not gonna, we're not gonna pay you that.
2: That's a smart move for Milwaukee. If someone over offers, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Is like, someone over offers him, you gotta let him go. But if you can get him for what you were gonna go for, then you got to bring him back. Yeah, because I mean he's coming he's, off an injury. He's
0: still, but he's still riding the hype of winning rookie of the year out of nowhere. Yeah, that's the worst rookie of the year
2: ever, probably.
3: Really, just depends on like what Milwaukee wants to do, like how close he is with Giannis, how yeah. much he likes playing. Like, see what happens with that. I think
2: yeah. I think with the the progression of Pat Connington, and you're gonna have to spend a little bit more on Middleton this year. I just think Brogdon – is going to be the, on the outside looking in because I think someone's going to end up offering him more than what the Bucs want. Yeah, and
3: they're definitely going to lose Brook Lopez. Yeah. Exactly.
2: Well, he's,
0: he's a little bit further down on my list. We'll get to him. All right. Next one up Al Horford's got a player option for like, I think, like 30 mil with I think the he Celtics. Takes it, takes I, there's it. no reason he
3: shouldn't. Another one just depends on what he wants. Whether he's on board playing with these like young core, yeah. like Kyrie out of there, or if he wants to go play for somebody else, make another title run with whoever. Yeah, Al is like the man. That's just like a pro's pro. So like whatever he for wants sure. to do, you just gotta respect that. Yeah, yeah I, I hope I hope he stays. Al Horford was so big for the Celtics in the playoffs. I think yeah. he
2: takes that last big payday. Why not? And he because he's on. A, like I said, I mean, I just think if you're on one of those East teams and you're a star, you gotta you gotta still feel like it's open.
0: Until KD signs with with the Knicks.
2: Yeah, which will, which could change things, but I still think that. The Boston's look. Boston's roster looks good yeah. without Kyrie. It's still fine. It's yeah. still good. Like, they still make the. They're still a top five. I think Al, Al gonna be like. I'm gonna have get. Some, paid. Have some guys
3: that like each other for once. Dude, right. He
2: would have to take a huge pay cut to go somewhere else. Yeah. All right. No one's giving them that kind of money. Next up, we got
0: Mark a player option with the Raptors. Is he gonna do one more year in Toronto, or is he gonna go? test the market
2: he's a weird one because kawaii's leaving so it's not the same like
3: dude honestly now that i just brought this up i hope he dips out and signs with milwaukee him and his brother
2: yeah that God, that'd be, be cool. awesome yeah no i think he i think he's dipping because i think Kwai's dipping so it's like his like the reasoning to be there is not there anymore yeah this I mean, Raptor,
3: he, he has no ties with toronto he's like a the, piece they brought in yeah you know? like he's half got season there. Yeah. This, yeah
2: this raptors team i think is going to fucking fall apart yeah he was only traded from
0: from the Grizzlies because he was an expiring See, deal.
2: siakam has got to just be like licking his chops like he's about to be the yeah he's the, about to be his team he's about to be like you know Lowry will still be there Serge will still be there but it's like he's about to be the impactful player and he's about to franchise. get a bag too uh that that franchise is like all those dudes are leaving. Danny Green's leaving Kawhi's leaving Marcus Saul's leaving like that that team's gonna take some hits
0: all right now this name I think is probably one of the more interesting names on the list because he could have so many different options depending on what his team decides to do this offseason. And that's Julius Randle. Is he switching or staying?
2: I got I, I think he I think he's gotta
3: stay. I think he's leaving. Him, I think him, he's him gotta play he, with Zion. Him, he's and, got, Z- he, him and Zion would just way too similar.
0: Exactly. He's he's got a <laughs> player option with New Orleans. He had a career year in New Orleans this year. Really stepped up when Anthony Davis wasn't playing.
2: I think he should try and go get paid. I think he should play center for the center for the Pelicans.
3: Two two lefties though. Yeah, yeah him and him and Zion are just too similar. He's like another one of guys that you're talking about with Cat and D'Angelo linking up. Him and D'Angelo could link up somewhere. Yeah, him and him and D'Angelo again could link up somewhere. Just, I just Phoenix don't think. Maybe. He, I knows? just don't
2: think you have to make room for him on offense. I think he kind of gets his stuff organically, you know, Zion. If even if Zion took over the left side of the court, I don't think Julius Randle necessarily needs the left side of the court. But I mean, I would just like to see him play with Zion. I think that that those are that's too mu- that's muscle dude. I
0: think ultimately it's all going to depend on if they get rid of Anthony
2: Davis or not. I, I think, think if they get rid of him, that's why he should stay. And
3: I wanted to see Anthony Davis and Zion play together, but for, it just seems like Anthony Davis is gone. Yeah. He's, he's not. He doesn't seem like he wants to be there. Yeah, and I
2: saw some interview with a lady who I did not know, but when she was talking about AD and, like, she must be. She's a reporter from New from, Orleans. I know exactly yeah, what you're she, talking yeah, about. Yeah, I was like, she's mu- she must be, like, big in the New Orleans community because she's just, just talking about how the kind of kid AD was and then everything changed when he signed Rich Paul. And, but and how I, think that's, I like, think that's that's not that's not did, like him you did know? you see
3: the reports coming out with like him and David Griffin we're gonna have the um, like dinner like talk they did. And like this yeah then like the next day it was talking about how reports came out about how much Dave Griffith loves Brandon Ingram it's just like all right doesn't sound like they're talking with very well. <laughs>
2: Well, no. Fuck it's, yeah, been, let's do that, dude. I'm in, dude. It's gonna be the, it's gonna be the same deal as it was before. Fourth, Kuzma, Lonzo, Ingram. I'm not willing to give I'm that up. I'm not down up. with that. Thank I'm you. I'm not down with that. No, I'm not giving up the farm. That's now. just because I want. Uh, that's just like three good players and the fourth pick. That's that's four good players for one. Like, I just don't don't see that. Like you got to keep Lonzo or Kuzma in that deal. Yeah, 100%. Well, I'm well, down. That's to, not going to happen. I'm down to give Brandon Ingram the 4th pick and one other guy for AD or multiple picks, you know what I mean, but I can't give away three good young players. Yeah. That's uh, And well, th- basically four cuz I mean that 4th pick is probably going to be a solid player, you would think. That's just a lot. Yeah.
0: All right, the next player, we've we've kind of already talked about him, but Brooke Lopez, he's an unrestricted free agent.
3: Brooke Lopez is about to get paid.
0: Yeah, so is he going to stay in Milwaukee? Or are they going to give him
3: a contract, or is he, he leaving? I think he's signing for a ton of money somewhere.
2: I think he's just one of those guys that's going to keep signing one-year one deals. I, I just see him as like a dozen, you know. But he
0: could sign like one year, 17, 18 mil.
2: Yeah, see, that's like if so, if a team does that, I think they're, they're reaching. I think he, if he's going to want to play for a good team, he's got to be looking around the 10 mil mark for one year. Yeah. I just see him as, like, a one-year guy. Like, he's just going to keep going around every year to the good fit for the time. Yeah. I don't see him signing, like, a three-year deal anywhere.
0: Yeah. All right. Two more names. We got DeAndre Jordan of the Knicks. He's an unrestricted free agent. Is he going to stay or is he going to switch teams?
2: Yeah, I think he leaves. He's got no ties with New
0: York. Yeah.
3: Yeah. They probably don't want him.
0: Man. The only thing that I think could keep him is if Kevin Durant says, no, you got to resign him. Because they're homies. Yeah, they're good friends.
2: Yeah, I mean that could be, but that's a pretty slim that's a lot of shit to happen for that to work out. Yeah.
0: All right. Last name. Bojan Bogdanovic of the Pacers. Is he staying or leaving? I don't think it really matters, to be perfectly honest. He was just the twentieth player on the list, so I had to include him.
2: In a bucket getter. <laughs> he can play he can play, but he's just the guy that like I think is gonna go where he can get paid the most. So yeah. probably not Indiana.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what their
2: cap situation I think situation he's at the point like. in his career where he has to try to get the most out of I mean, a, what, out of it.
3: What happens with Indiana with that whole Tyreek thing? Do they just get like that money back?
0: I don't know. That's a, that's an interesting question. Yeah,
2: because I mean, did. it is because of the rules. So like he's got to be I'm sure vo- they like, get some contract. Sort, I'm
0: sure they get some sort of exemption.
2: Some sort of compensation. Yeah. Yeah, I mean like I don't even
3: know. He's just gone. Like, hey, this guy's banned. For yeah. two years. He's getting that O.J. OJ Mayo treatment. Yeah.
2: Like Birdman Anderson, too. The OG, though, my guy, Jr. Reed in the 90s. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How about him?
0: But, no, I mean, listen, it's June 6th right now. July 1st is only 24 days away. It's, uh, it's an exciting time in the NBA.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, we got all the good shit. We're three games of the finals, drafts coming up, free agency. I, I cannot wait for the draft. Dude, yeah. the draft,
0: so I think the finals end, like, June 16th, and then the draft is, like, the 24th.
2: Who has the third pick, the Knicks? Yes. Dude, I'm, I'm willing to
3: bet almost anything that whoever, like, whatever happens with that fourth pick, like, that dude's not playing for the Lakers. Yeah, I, I we, we kind of already talked. Yeah, we, that's, we kind of talked about such that. a small percentage change I that's going to happen. There's no really room for him. Yeah. What, about, what about Lonzo, guys? What do you think is going to happen to your boy Lonzo? He's going to
2: play for the Lakers. He's going to be a Laker. Laker for life, you think? Well, well I'm not saying he's Laker gonna for play, life. He's going to play 20 years. He's going <laughs> to play his last game and drop the mic. He's going to wear boy. two
0: He's going to wear two different numbers.
3: You don't think? I've been thinking Phoenix is interested. Chicago's interested. Chicago, Washington.
0: There's obviously a market for think, him. You don't think
3: he's going to get moved? I, think he gets, I hope he doesn't get moved. Oh, God, I, I think LeBron needs to play with a point
0: guard. And he's the perfect point guard to play with LeBron. The
2: only reason I think Lonzo doesn't play for the Lakers is if Kyrie ends up going. What, what about
3: when next year starts and the Lakers have Chris Paul and Anthony Davis and LeBron?
0: Don't
2: you, guys,
3: you, you don't even good put good that, don't or? even put Chris Paul getting
2: traded to
0: the Lakers out into the universe? Yeah, Blake. I mean
2: that's possible though. That's how the Lakers are going to be moving. That's the kind of shit that the Lakers are going to be doing. If the Lakers, I, I'm just like sitting here wishing that the Lonzo will be a Laker it's like the lake. The Lakers next year are going to be some big three of superstars that were pulled together, and it's not going to be the cool young core of guys plus LeBron that I want it LeBron to LeBron
3: never plays with young guys. Yeah. I'm surprised you guys are so against the Anthony Davis move.
0: I'm not. I'm I not want, against it. I'm I not, just
2: don't want to lose Lonzo. No, I'm not against
0: trading for Anthony Davis. I'm against giving New Orleans the same package we offered them at the deadline, and they said no.
3: Well, I mean, that's what's going to have to happen. Like, why would they say it? Why would they – why would they not do that? Because they've
2: lost all their leverage. Well, we won the when well, we I think
3: w- I feel like they've gained more leverage because even if Anthony Davis is just like fuck you guys, I'm not playing there's like that's fine. We got the number one pick in the draft. No, something.
0: the Laker the Lakers gained more leverage because they thought the pick they would be trading was 11, 12, 13, whatever. Now it's four.
2: That makes that's you a, not want to trade it, though.
0: No, I would no, I would think the Lakers would want to trade it because of but yeah, makes it
3: better. They know they're like we're getting the fourth pick instead of eleventh or whatever. So maybe they're down. Maybe maybe uh. Pelicans are down. I think they got one and four. That'd be nice, right? That's what I'm saying. Not bad. Lonzo, Kuzma, Ingram. No. Not bad. Ingram, the four pick, and like Mo Wagner. You gotta remember though, Ingram dropping down with that whole blood clot thing.
2: No, he's fine now. Yeah, that's
3: I know he's fine, but still that's a little that's a negative for all these teams trying to go out there
2: and get him. Brandon Ingram is fucking not, he's trash. Whatever. Stop it. Stop it. I, I'm, I'm just hoping he doesn't play for the Lakers. I'll tell you what. I you think just think that because he's a dookie. I
3: don't think there's a, hardly a super small chance you guys have any of those guys on the team next year. No,
2: I don't either. I think it's going to be a big three of superstars. It's not going to be what I want. I want young players with LeBron. That's not what's going to happen. It's it's going to be Chris Paul,
3: LeBron, Anthony Davis. I listen, can see that. Bradley Beal, Ka- Kyrie, Jimmy Butler. Bradley,
2: be- Bradley Beal to me is like the best get that's like a sleeper if the lakers could grab brad beal they'd have to give up lonzo be, that'd be yeah i know they would he's but the, i mean the, that that the would the best be piece. brad beal with lebron is like a better fit than almost any of those guys yeah no listen brad beal's a stud brad beal and and lebron is problems that three is problems that's that is solid as a rock
3: i don't know man listen I, I, i'm just surprised you guys are so against like getting rid of those young guys to just like clean house and have it be lebron and anthony davis well fuck, that's it pretty is, that's a pretty good start those two pillars that it's a great it with
0: whatever yeah but i'm
2: I not trying saw to f- i just saw him build what i thought was a good young core and now yeah. just because braun comes like it's gonna get it's blasted. like they
0: literally they literally built the young core with all the perfect pieces on how you want to run an offense in the nba in today's day and
2: age with a point guard that can't shoot <laughs> I mean that's one that is one aspect of it, but I don't think that's the ending. It's not aspect. what I'm getting at. Like, not <laughs> right, what I'm getting all right, at. All right, all right, he does it. He does it. He does and it shooting, all. And he's a ball moving point guard. You know what I mean? He moves the ball. He's a ball dominant guy. And
0: he's going to be first team all defense one year. And it, well, one day,
2: he's just like he's just not a twenty point game a guy like he was in college. That's the thing that we were wrong about. But he still does so much stuff right. Yeah. You can't deny that he doesn't impact the game. I just
3: didn't know what you were saying about, like, building, like, the perfect offense for today's game. Like,
2: Well, he just means with, like, the forwards, well, and the, the length. And yeah. The, the versatility of yeah. positions. You know, Brandon that, that's Brandon, more what I'm Brandon, saying, Brandon Ingram can play a couple of positions. Kuzma, Kuzma can, can play a, can play a couple, of positions. couple positions. Hart can play a couple positions. You know, Randall, uh, back in the day, Randall yeah. and people like. Clarkson, Nance. Yeah, all those guys were all great picks. Like, they just blew it. They had all the they had they, they drafted just so well the last five years. It's tough to see nothing good come of it. Yeah. It's really it's been really frustrating. Because like Braun was a free agent. Draft, that, draft, drafted so well. They traded the only all star in that group. I know, but it's not like the, those guys are all if still. If you could babies. see me roll
0: my eyes right now, people But those oh guys are goodness. all
2: still babies. I think Jordan, all those Jordan play, Clarkson,
3: Larry Nance, get
2: th- out of here. Those are solid picks for where they were drafted. Those were Without that trade, we wouldn't have LeBron. It wouldn't be so bad. I'd say it was a good move. I don't think I, I think all those players are good NBA players. They're not stars, but that's like those are good picks for where you got them in the draft. You got they value. Weren't lo- they weren't lottery picks. You know, I think that what more of what I was saying is like the front office was making all the right moves. It just got blown up. Yeah, I think they were building a good young core.
0: Hundred percent. But all right, let's uh, let's wrap this NBA stuff up. Because it is the 100th episode of the TSK Show. Yeah, yeah. And it has been a wild ride. Our first episode was September 19th, 2017. Episode 50 was actually our one-year anniversary. That's pretty crazy how that lined up. Yep. Yeah. We've had seven total guests on the show, five of our friends, and two actual like interviews that we've done. Uh, Corey Golob, Matt Hanley, Blake has now been on the show twice. We had our good friend classic greg iwanicki to talk some ufc back back a while back yep. and then uh our good friend jacob gonzalez has made two appearances as a guest and then one guest co-host appearance yep. when he had to fill in for tp and then the two interviews that we did were david blue former usc trojan and two-time Euroleague champion uh Played a number of years over in Israel and Italy and a few other countries.
2: Yeah, that was cool.
0: Yeah, and then the other interview we did was Gary the Sign Guy, Martin the Lakers super fan, that sits courtside at every Laker game, and brings all those signs that you see.
2: That was a pretty crazy experience. His first time like calling an interview. Yeah, he he doesn't really do those
0: uh, that often, I guess. And uh, but it was it was fun having him on talk about some pretty cool stories and mm. a couple behind the scenes look looks at uh, the Lakers franchise over the past 15 or so years. Uh, what I thought uh, was really cool from the David Blue interview was him kind of breaking down the experience of a, a foreign player, like a, yeah. a, an, an American yeah. player in yeah. foreign countries and kind of that experience that he's had. And really – Legit bre- Hooper.
2: Yeah. yeah. All-packed all 10 player, four years at USC, you know, a 10-plus year – uh, overseas career like you said a champion that that was that was cool to talk to and get that perspective yeah uh we've got two full nfl seasons under our belt i
0: know i i was just saying
2: uh to blake before coming in i was like it's about to be the third football season
0: yeah and now we're finishing up our second full nba season uh of coverage we started the tsk show fantasy football league that uh, i believe blake's going to be a part of this season am i right
3: i'm ready i fucked up last year <laughs>
0: Yeah, he he missed out on uh, missed out on it last year, but he's ready for this year. Uh just a couple other highlights, all the top 10, top 15, top 20 lists that we've done. Yeah. Once the dog days of summer uh hit this year, uh we're going to start ranking our NFL skill positions, so we'll we'll start that up in probably about a month or so, really now that I think about it. Uh couple of highlights from episodes episode 10 we did the Thanksgiving food bracket which I thought was pretty fun pitting uh, Thanksgiving dishes against each other and kind of picking the the top Thanksgiving dish
2: yeah that was that was, uh, that was a funny that was a funny segment
0: yeah and the episode 32 we covered the legalization of sports gambling. Obviously that that's a big yeah. deal for the sports betting world. I know Blake's. Yeah, Catch up really California. Let's go.
2: Yeah, we've been uh, yeah, we've been ahead on a lot of crazy stuff. Yeah,
0: episode 53 was the Connor Khabib madness. That that was yeah. a lot of fun to talk yeah. about because of that all the wild, headlines that made.
2: That was wild. That was a wild time.
0: Yeah. So, we also started doing two episodes a week at some point yeah. during this time and we're going to actually we're going to bring that back once the NFL regular season starts back up uh you know we like to do the the picks of the week and and all of that stuff in a separate episode and kind of cover each NFL week as its own uh as its own episode and own show really
2: yeah no it's uh it's been a lot of fun man it's uh just getting a lot of shit off my chest that I can't really talk about to everybody it doesn't really make sense like dude what are you uh, you're going to way more detail than the normal bar talking about sports conversations. So 100%. I know for was, sure it's like... People a bunch
3: of guys that don't know anything in the yeah, random it's, sports bar. Like. It's,
2: it's therapeutic, man. I, I get yeah. so sick of listening to people just say whatever, you know, parrot a couple things that they heard or not really know what the fuck they're talking about. Um, and have that... And, but they talk to you with this passion like they're just so right. So you, it's kind of a tough thing, to, tough thing to do. So it's nice to get in here every week and get the good shit off my chest.
0: Yeah, definitely. It's definitely a uh, therapeutic I I just want to say thank you to to everyone that supported the TSK show over the past 100 episodes. This has been a dream of mine for, for quite some time. And like Tyler said, this is therapeutic and it's something that I want to do as, as a career really and really try and make my mark in sports radio, especially here in Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's definitely great getting to be behind a microphone, uh, and getting the access that we do here at CSUN. I want to, I want to shout out Aaron Bender, my former teacher for, for letting us use the studio for all these episodes. And
2: that's a game changing factor for sure. Yeah.
0: Being able to use the professional grade equipment, really putting out quality content. At least I hope we're putting out quality content for you guys.
2: Well, we're always trying to get better. You know, it's uh, episode 100. Trying to, you know, get better the next 100.
0: Yeah, and and to put in the work to record and edit and release 100 episodes, we couldn't have done it without the support of all the fans, our friends, our families. Uh, So, yeah, thank you. Tyler, I especially want to thank you for joining yeah. me on this wild ride. Of course, man. It's uh it's been amazing getting to co-host the TSK show with you every week. Uh, I can't wait to see where we take yeah. this. I said
2: a lot, man. I don't know if there's anything. There's only there's a couple of things like maybe that I do every week for year, you know. Like I this is every single week for years. Uh, and there's not a lot of things that I've done, you know, this this regularly. It's been a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, and I think one of the best parts about having a co-host is we are able to stay on top of each other we're always yeah. in constant communication talking about what we want to do for the show aside yeah. from all the stuff that we talk yeah. about personally when bunch we're together a st-
2: bunch of stuff that's you know hasn't even ever came to fruition we've talked about you know yeah, but possibly moving forward and that's that's the good shit yeah and then Blake
0: obviously we want to thank you for joining us for the 100th episode of the TSK show your second appearance on the show We definitely want to have you back, obviously. Anytime, guys. feels good. Uh, I love it. So we appreciate you being here, and we can't wait to have you back on the show. So with that, that wraps up this episode of the TSK Show. Yes, sir. Episode
3: 100 is in the books. I'm ready to come back when Lonzo gets traded. Oh, man.
0: (laughs) That'll be good. But don't forget, you can find us at TSK Show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Oh, you know what? I completely forgot. I had another note. Uh, Episode 90 was the Nipsey Hustle episode. Can't That's believe good, that was a good one. I can't believe that was already 10 episodes ago.
2: Yeah, it moves fast, man. It's crazy. Yeah.
0: But with that, that wraps up this episode of the TSK Show. Don't forget, you can find us at TSK Show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you want to find myself or Tyler on social media, be sure to follow us at the Duke of Sports and at Tyler Picholke. Blake, you want to shout out your social media real quick? It's at Blake Show 33 <laughs> All of our content can be found on SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts. Check us out on Anchor as well. We are now officially on Spotify as well. Just type in keyword TSK show to find us. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you decide to listen to the TSK show so you can stay up to date on the newest episodes of the show. We appreciate you all so much for listening. Stay tuned for the next episode of the TSK show. Peace.